All right, all right. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this November 15, 2020. It's a Sunday. It's raining outside. But we're going to make it a really, really fun and warm experience here on the Relationship Stuff 101. Um, Last week, we talked about trust, communication, and time spent. And we talked about trust, communication, and time spent as being the three quintessential things that makes a relationship actually survive and actually go on for a long time, um, which is basically the same thing, survival, longevity. And someone actually uh, commented when I shared the podcast and said, you you gotta also add respect to that. And I agree, ladies and gentlemen, we also have to add respect along with those three major factors that you need. You need to spend time together as often as you can you need to communicate as often as you can you need to trust each other not as often as you can you need to trust each other all the time and you need to respect each other all the time so in breaking down my relationship book we come upon chapter three chapter three is love or like a lot now when i looked up the definition of love back in the day it said it was a strong liking that's what it said. it said love was a strong liking if you was to google love right now you'll get two definitions as a noun and two definitions for a verb and it says an intense feeling of deep affection as a noun and a great interest and pleasure in something as a verb, it's to feel deep affection for someone or to like or enjoy very much. That's basically to like a lot. To like or enjoy very much is basically to like something a lot. But why did I name this chapter Love or Like a Lot? Why did I? Today, we're going to find out why I named this chapter Love or Like a Lot. And I'm going to break down my understanding of what I was trying to say back in 2006 so let's get into it ladies and gentlemen let's get this thing started to tell someone you love them is the greatest feeling in the world but to feel love is another story see I believe many people don't understand the true meaning of the word love We tend to think we know, but a lot of us don't have, don't. Have you ever asked someone to give you a reason why they love you? And their reason just seemed like the norm? I can't explain it. It's your personality. It's your smile and etc. These things are not things that we should be falling for. Because the moment that smile turns upside down or that personality changes, we start to ask questions about these things. 
Actually, they are not changes. They are human ways. Ladies and gentlemen, stop falling for human ways. You will find yourself mentally disabled. Now, let's let's stop right there. Now, when you look when you look back, and what I'm gonna say, what I was saying to not find yourself falling for emotional ways, because when you fall for emotional, when you fall for the way somebody is, you understand what I'm saying? You're almost you're almost just falling in love with words, and you're not falling in love with the person. Now, what did that mean back then? You know that that sounds kind of it sounds kind of weird, but what did it mean back then? What I was meaning to say was that just because somebody says to you that you're beautiful doesn't mean that they mean you're beautiful. It can be a way of manipulating you in order to get somewhere because they know that the word beautiful is a key word to incite a warm feeling inside of you. Or of telling a man that he has big muscles and he's so strong is a way to incite an emotion inside of him. But do you really mean what you're saying? So that's basically what I would what I be I was trying to break down there. Was like don't find yourself, you know, falling in love with the same things, with the same old, with the same old, same old, same old stuff that you hear over and over again. I said you know, it's just, uh, like people say, it's this smile, it's, it's the way he looks, it's this, it's that, it's the way, you know, it's, like I say, I can't explain it, it's your personality, it's your smile, and etc. Like, what the person's saying, they can't explain why they love you. Like, you, if you say, why do you love me, and they say, I can't explain it. A lot of times when people see somebody say that, they believe that the person is just so deeply in love with them that their that their words are not coming together. <laughs> That's actually not what's happening. The person actually can't tell you why they love you because they don't know how to explain that. They don't know how to put that into context for you, for you to understand at the time. So let's move on from there. Um and I said, etc. These are things that we should not be falling for. If I started at this moment, God forgive me, because I, I lost my place. <clears throat> no, I found it. Excuse me. I've recently asked a number of people what they love about their meat, and their answer was, "I love the way his body is, and the way he walks." And of course, I love his bedroom performance. And the men would say, I love her ways, the way she smells, the way she walks, everything. To me, those things sound stupid because they can change. And that's why people tend to think the other person does not love them anymore. Example, a guy comes home every day for the first two months of the relationship and he kisses your forehead rubs your feet and lotions your body mind you I said the first two months then after that he hands you a dozen of roses this has now become a routine and for those who watch sports we know the same old routine will have to change 
Now, ladies, I'm all for the romance, but stop falling in love with routine procedures because the moment he comes in the house and forgets one thing, your mind goes haywire. And it's not wrong, but you started to like what he did a whole lot. And you like it so much, you can't explain it. So you love it. And some women think in many cases that if he is doing this for me, he must like me a lot. Love. So they fall deeper. We're going to stop there. Um... <laughs> we go we going to stop right there. By saying stop falling in love with routine procedures. I did a podcast. I would I would implore you guys to go check out after this podcast called The Relationship Stuff One-on-One Boredom and Fatigue Theory. And I did another podcast called The Five Love Languages. It's funny because this book was written in 06 and I'm basically indirectly in that what I just said, touching on a little bit of what I said in those two podcasts, but not exactly how I said it just now. Should you fall in love in love with routine procedures? You're already in love. Now, when you get to another podcast I did called Conditional and Unconditional Love, those routine procedures are a part of the conditioning. The conditioning is what makes you fall deeper in love because for somebody to stick with these conditions, stick with a routine, uh, be consistent. I know a lot of people know know those two things. Being consistent and not sticking to a routine, actually, but breaking a routine. That's why, you know, don't fall in love with routine procedures because once it becomes a routine, it gets boring. That takes you to the boredom and fatigue theory. Um... So the thing is to switch things up and to be creative, you know, to create more, to, to, to build more, to be, you know, more spontaneous. That's, that's a lot of things that you hear a lot of women talk about, you know, be creative, be spontaneous, be consistent. Don't be a cheater. Don't be a liar. You hear these things all the time. So that means that they're big factors, so when I say don't fall in love with routine procedures back then, I'd actually disagree with myself. Well, I don't, excuse me, I don't agree with, I don't, I, I actually do agree with what I'm saying. Don't fall in love with routine procedures because if it's a routine, it eventually gets boring. Now, I didn't explain that back then. And if it gets boring, you're going to eventually look for more in your relationship and you're going to want more, not just the same routine. But this guy thinks that doing these things because you like them so much that you love them that that's the stuff that he has to keep doing and a lot of times that's not the truth that's why you have to learn your love language you have to learn what what language you speak of love and if it's these gifts if it's this rubbing of your head if it's this rubbing of your feet and if it's these roses if that's your love language and that's what you want tell them that's what you want then this doesn't become a routine it becomes unconditional because the gift given is speaking your language already then your love doesn't have any conditions on it it's now unconditional when you're loving without the terms you're loving without the conditions and regardless of what he does your love stays strong and goes deeper 
let's continue on, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me. The reason why I'm not going to say guys anymore, I'm going to give y'all a quick breakdown of that. When I say guys, uh, I know a lot of people say that on YouTube. A lot of people say that on the podcast. But saying guys is almost like we're eliminating the women. To me, and I know that I know that's just something petty, but I'm going to start saying ladies and gentlemen. To, late, to make it to see that I'm talking to all ladies and I'm talking to all gentlemen. So everybody's included. But guys, uh, we ain't going to spend too much time on that. Examples. Two, if a female cooks for you, runs your bath water, lets you watch the game, lets you chill with your boys, and goes down on you every time you ask in the first two months, and then one day she forgets something, you would nine times out of ten act the same way. Fellas, these things are common. Excuse me. These things, as common as they are, have a lot of meaning because of the fact you fall for the wrong things. They're just things, excuse me, sometimes people do when they're desperate for something or or they're trying to prove to themselves they can be that person some of us so desperately want but when the cameras stop rolling and the act is over we just want to lay back and be ourselves and like I said hope to be like for that but we always fall for the Oscar performance and we get mad when our favorite actor or actress is not playing the part is not paying is not playing their part well so basically excuse me ladies and gentlemen as I turn the page basically what I'm saying is in the beginning we seem to be the best thing out there to the other person but in reality we're just auditioning for the part of girlfriend or boyfriend then when we get it we want to act in all these different roles but people are tired of the same old skits and phony lines that's why they ask the question does love exist yes love does exist only in the mind only in the person who feels it imagination now um why would I say the, the things that I just said there? Um, well, basically, when you first get in a relationship with somebody and you first meet them, this is the first time that you just met the person and they're using all of the, like I just said, they're using all of these keywords, and we're going to call them, all of these keywords to find that special place inside your heart it's like you go on the internet and you want to find something on google and bam or you get all these different uh selections that pop up all these different selections that match your keyword that's what the person is doing in the beginning so you don't know if that person is genuine and if the person is not genuine you find out later because then they start acting the way that they really are they stop acting and they become the person that they really are and when they become the person that they really are 
that's when you start to see the problems arise because they were not the person you thought they were. They learned, they read the five love languages. They they understand, you know, what the, what the relationship stuff, one-on-one boredom and fatigue theory is. And they bring all of this to the forefront. And when they bring all of this stuff to the forefront, it makes them seem as though they're there for you. And in all actuality, they're not. And they become another person. And when they become another person, you have to now fall in love with the person they actually are. And sometimes we don't. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a small break and get some words from our sponsor. And we'll be right back with the rest of the love or like a lot. Chapter three of the book. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. That was a quick word from our sponsor. If you haven't checked out Anchor, check out Anchor FM today. If you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you want to see what podcasting is like, and this will be your first time doing a podcast, I really recommend going with Anchor. And I'm not just saying that because they've been so great to me and They've been amazing with me on my journey, excuse me, to doing podcasts. And I'm saying that because, guys, Anchor is amazing. So make sure you check it out. And let's get right back into this. So what I was saying before we left was that, yes, love does exist. It exists only in a person who feels it imagination. Why do I say this? Because sometimes, even though we are blinded by things we know are wrong, or things we know we should not do, we forget about it and love anyway. Honestly speaking, love is nothing but a built-up emotion. When you like something a lot, the only word for that is love. How would it sound telling your mother, Ma, I like you a lot. It does not sound right unless you use the word love. Why? Because it explains a lot of feelings. But we just don't want to accept the fact that this love we are so fond of is not what it is worked up to be. And if someone wants to question it, I'll give you a rundown. How could you say you love someone but say these things to them? Now, before I give you this rundown, basically in in that little small area right there, it seemed as though I was bashing love and bashing the fact that so many people use the word out of context it almost seems it almost seems as like they was just putting the word out there you know to snag people's attention like I said and use those keywords in a google search just to find the information they want and to use it against you once they find this information that they've been looking for and that they want to use against you 
then they use that information and their love that they are expressing to you is not genuine. And if they say to you, you know, I like you a lot, your only understanding of liking something a lot means you love it. And you and you look up the definition. You, this, this, I may be, I may be speaking right now to the eighteen-year-old college student who just fell in love with a guy. He's in the fraternity, twenty years old, very attractive. And he does a lot of things that she likes. So she, what is love? What is love about? And then she comes upon the definition I read earlier, and it says, you know, for someone to strongly like. Or, you know, as, as, as I mentioned earlier, like or enjoy very much. In her mind, he says he likes all of this very much a lot, and he loves this a lot, and he really loves spending time around me. He really enjoys it. So that must mean that he loves me, right? Does he? You know, so you don't actually know that because a lot of times we are getting manipulative speech and you actually don't know if the person is genuine. So basically what I was saying in that area right there was to be genuine. Does it exist? Yes, only in a person and only in the imagination of the person who feels it. So what that means right there is that if you're imagining that you're in love at that moment, in the beginning, when that person may not actually love you, it only exists in your mind at that moment. And that's basically what I meant right there. It, it sounds so confusing as I was breaking it down, you know, uh, as I was saying it back then, as because I didn't break it down completely uh, correctly, as what I was trying to say. But for a person to address you in the beginning, you just you just met them two days ago, and they address you. And now they start saying things to you as though they love you. And so a lot of times if you are not sharp or on your feet, those words of confirmation will confirm that they actually love you to you and not necessarily to them. So what are these things that people say? They tell you they, they, tell you they love you, but then they use these words, those words that are not the key words. Number one, I would kill you if you leave me. Number two, I'll cut your thing off if you cheat on me. Number three, you're a no good bitch anyway. Number four, you are a worthless excuse for a man. Number five, I hate you. Number six, I hate when you do that. Number seven, I don't care if you don't like it. Number eight, it's either me or your friends. Number nine, you're a sorry excuse for a man or a woman. And number 10, fuck you. Now, these are not words of love, but all the time when we get upset at our mate for something, we don't understand or something that goes against the routine or the word love, we lose it. This shows that you don't actually love that person. You lust them or like them or like them a lot because you would not 
desecrate someone you hold dear to you. But since we fall in lust for the wrong person, we are left confused and unsure of the situation. That's because, like I said, love is just an emotion. And emotions change. People change. Times change. Everything changes. Understand that people, like I said, stop using love as a reason for you being insane. If you're crazy, you're crazy. If you're mentally disabled, that's what you are. No one can be blamed for this. Not males and not females. It's that thing called love that has some females looking at males like the enemy and vice versa. But women, but when, excuse me, the smoke clears, you realize it was not love that has them looking at guys that way. It's the way that they were treated. It's not girls making us look at other girls the way that way it's the way the unstable females are treating us so like I said in the last chapter it is not your heart that is broken it's your mind and until we understand that we just until we understand that we just like some things more than we like others then we understand the things we like the most we hold dear and we don't want them to change but they will and people sometimes changes for the good and sometimes we change for the better not the worse but without understanding there's that word again the worst will always happen to the best of us people once again we are not perfect you might say to yourselves this star has the best best relationship and she has a perfect man these things are not so the people these things are not so the people dealing with them makes it seem perfect no one will let you know that things are wrong in their relationship when two days ago you just told them I wish I was happy like you Yes, they're happy, but only with some things, not all. And when these things that are affecting them, hold on, excuse me. When these things that are affecting them, that happens to come into play. There is desperation. And the desperate person wants to tell their mate. But sometimes we get in a mood where we let things go. And they bottle up inside of us. And when our buttons buttons are pushed by our mate, we bust open and all of these emotions come pouring out. Let's, let's stop right there. And guys, one of the, one of the reasons why I didn't actually release this book is because I had when I was just talking, guys, there were no periods, there was no commas, there was no new sentences. I was just flowing. 
because that's how my mind works it's almost like when I'm talking the thoughts are going and there is no stop so that there, there has to be of course for someone to read that there would have had to be a stoppage there had to be periods there has to be a point and what I was saying saying there you know along the way after you said you know, the, the really bad things to somebody and then you turn around and you say you love them that's not actually love you don't use those things that I said and then you turn around and tell the person you love them that leaves you emotionally unstable if you tell us tell us somebody you love them and you're giving them great affirmation and you're telling them so many things to make them feel good inside and make them feel warm inside and then you turn around and you say all of those things I just mentioned that's conflicting with what you just said we have to understand what does asinine mean asinine is almost like you say it's raining outside but I don't need an umbrella it's raining outside but I don't need an umbrella that's asinine you understand what I'm saying so you you're going against what you're actually saying you do or saying you feel when you say those things I love you so much babe you're the sweetest thing I've ever saw you know you smell like a rose I just love you so much then you turn around in the next minute when that person is not being loving to you, you, you you're just a bitch you know I can't stand your guts you smell like shit all the time when you come out the bathroom now you switched up on this person and you're using language you shouldn't use you have to always be respectful there goes back to respect trust communication spending time together and respect there has to always be this respect for your partner and y'all have to respect each other and feel as though y'all are being respected by each other so let's continue on as we're coming to the close excuse me It's a, cra- it's, a, it's a crazy thing. Love is a crazy thing. I once heard in a song, but I believe people make it a task, something to conquer, and they say theirs is better than others. This is not even love to say yours is better. It's ignorance. And to make someone else feel down is not cool. So once again, you're not a loving person you just want what you want happiness and a chance for someone to put your mind at ease not your heart the only time your heart is hurt is during a heart attack love is a mind attack and as long as people are not willing to realize this there will never be happiness always pain Don't get me wrong, it's good to be loved, but I don't like it a lot. And, you know, that ended that chapter back then. And basically what I was saying towards the end of that chapter was that... Hold on, I'm going going to go back over it again. Excuse me, people. Oh, when I talked about a mind attack compared to a heart attack... And I talked about it earlier in that that chapter, 
the reason why people I think it, I talked about it in the understanding chapter. The reason why people associate hearts with love is because of people think Valentine's Day for that. And you think that this love you feel is in your heart. Now, why does it feel like that? Of course, there's a chemical reaction in the brain that makes you feel as though that makes your that makes your blood that makes your blood pump when your blood is pumping. Of course, that makes your heart beat faster, and that's the reason why, you know, you hear people say, you know, she made, you know, when I saw. Her, it made, my, it made it felt like my heart wanted to explode or something like that. That's because of the break, the chemical reaction from seeing somebody you're attracted to or seeing something or being in a moment or something like that. It causes different effects in your heart. So, but all of this is controlled by the brain. That's the reason why I said love is a mind attack, not a heart attack. It attacks the mind, and as the mind is being attacked, it makes it seem as though the heart is being attacked. That's why I said that. And then, as, and then at the end, as you see, we hear me say, I knock on, it's good to be loved, but I don't like it a lot. You know, and I, I'm not saying that I don't like love a, a lot at the end of that. You know, that was just me trying to see what people would think about where I was going with that. But the reason why I was saying I don't, it's good to be loved, but I don't like it a lot. It was basically to say what I was basically saying the whole chapter was that it's good to be loved. You see, but the fact that it, it, the fact that it's just called a strong liking, I don't like that a lot because love should be its own entity. Like shouldn't be a part of it. So the, the major question I was asking during that whole chapter to you, whoever read this was, what's your difference? Do you like the person a lot or do you love them? And because you look at the definition and say, if I like them a lot, that must mean I love them. And that's what that meant. That's what that was supposed to, that's what that was supposed to convey. It was supposed to convey the, the, the meaning of you using this strong liking you have to express what could be building up to be love. If you uh, want to go back and listen to this episode, you can understand it a little more. Um, if you have any questions about this episode or you want to add anything, follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to Relationship Stuff 101 on YouTube. Um, if you definitely want to get in contact and definitely want to have a discussion, join the Relationship Stuff 101 group on Facebook. There you can leave a question or, you know, create a post towards this podcast and I'll answer your question or my nephew who also is an administrator in the group would answer your question and we'll go from there and we'll tackle whatever questions you guys have so that's relationship stuff one-on-one on Facebook follow on Twitter Instagram subscribe on YouTube for more information and more updates about the podcast and more updates about things that I have coming in the future. Guys, next week we're going to continue on our journey of breaking down my relationship book and we'll go to chapter 4 chapter 4 which is cheating oh yeah that word (laughs) that word that so many people despise in their relationship we're going to get into that next week 
we'll get right into it come right out of having an understanding coming right out of trust communication spending time together making sure you guys respect each other and 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 understanding that your strong likings are maybe not love and that love is its own thing now that you got all of this understanding why the heck would you cheat (laughs) right that's that's basically what we're leading into cheating so we'll start that next week hope you guys have a great rest of your sunday hopefully you had a great weekend so far hope you guys had a great week might want to get into some thanksgiving shopping soon thanksgiving is next is uh today is sunday is the is the week after well this is this week today starts a new week so thanksgiving is next week ladies and gentlemen so make sure you get get out there and get everything you got to get so you can you know get your food together so with that said i want to thank you again You've been listening to the Relationship Stuff One-on-One podcast here on this Sunday morning, November 15, 2020. Again, have a great day, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week in the next podcast. With my understanding, compared with your understanding, we could create a greater understanding. Thanks for listening again, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you in the next episode.